Skip dip rib Oh, hey, folks. It's me, Kevin Ticket. I'm here with Bruce Gray and Bruce's beautiful little dog. Welcome to Bag Fries, two straight men sitting on a couch, being as straight. far away from each other as possible on a far couch. Far away. We like to get a, a big L couch. Ah, my ears are like still, my ears have been all plugged up lately. Dude, it looked like you were trying to push out a turd right there. Right now? No, mm-hmm. I pushed one out earlier. Mm. If you guys are enjoying the pod, make sure you leave a review, all that bullshit. Dude, if anybody doesn't have a job and you like the pod, you know, be a one-man marketing team, you know? Fucking help us out. You, I almost lost it there. <laughs> I almost got fucking pissed off. I, um, I had to reel myself back. Now feel free to make all the clips and stuff. We'll give you all the rights and reserves and everything. Oh, man. But yeah, I haven't seen Bruce in a while. It's nice to see you, Bruce. I it's like good. the time away. you gotta go away to come back you know people i I used to think absence made the heart grow fonder but there's been some people that i haven't talked to in a few years and you you don't you're not as fond for them anymore no i kind of i'm okay i'm feeling better god dude i had to go get balloons at ralph's yesterday let me tell you for your girl's birthday yeah dude i'm a good guy i got balloons they're over there in the corner you see them Mm -hmm, you see mm them big it's a what is that? What do we got there? Is that the? Uh, I had to go to the. I to is go that to the uh, the Buddhist Ralph's. sign or is that a swastika? <laughs> yeah, I got big swastika balloons. <laughs> <Yeah>. Happy thirtieth! <laughs> yeah, dude. No, I taped a bunch of L's together, a bunch of lowercase L's <laughs> together to to have a one of a kind party. Uppercase. No, you- dude. I fucking went there in the morning, and I was a bunch of fucking dummies who were too stupid to get Mother's Day stuff in advance. Oh yeah. So there's a bunch of brain dead mofo's in there yesterday morning. And then the, uh, they ran out of helium. What are you doing? You're kicking the hell out of the table. Hey, you'll be all right. Uh, all right. We, I'm just getting sh- settled, you know? So go in. Dude, this lady's having a hell of a time. Ran out of helium. This old woman. Nobody will help her. She's calling over and over. It literally, I think, took me. ended up taking me like an hour. And I, was on, I, I had to go to the airport, pick up my girl and the fucking thing. So she kept calling over the speaker, and nobody's helping her. I'm shopping around the store. I keep hearing her be like... And number 10 to floral. I have need help. Number 10 to floral. Was this here in L.A.? Yeah. Wow. And then fucking down the street. And then uh, just over and over. And then I keep going over there. And she's like, you know, nobody helps. No, no teamwork. And I was like, hey, I get it. But uh, I really wanted to be like, I-, I need the fucking balloons. And maybe it's my mm-hmm. own. Maybe it's my own fault. Maybe I should have done it. The same. I should have gone and got balloons. Earlier. I think you should. I just don't expect on a normal Sunday morning. I forgot about Mother's Day. I'm in Ralph's in the morning. What'd you give your wife for Mother's There's Day? There's an old lady playing with a helium. What'd you do for your lady for Mother's Day? Her voice was sweet and tender. I, I was so. I was. She My was nice. That I, could. I was listening to Celine Dion. A then, lot. dude, she had to go get the big helium tank that's like five feet tall, and she's like, "I'm like, let me help you," and she's like, "I got it," and so she's like slowly spinning it to like get it closer to where it needs to. go. It was like <laughs> almost like whenever you're having a dream and like you're in a dream and it's just dragging and nothing. And she's just slowly, well, yeah, spinning I'm, the helium. I'm in dreams tank. a lot. If I'm in a, in a fight in a dream, in a physical fight in a dream. My punching is always in slow-mo, and I'm like, I'm going to fucking, ooh. Yeah. I'm going to punch the shit out of this. And I'm like slow-mo like I'm in Jello or something. I was I trying to beat up fast. a homeless guy in my dream. Really? Yeah, because he had stole my dog. Oh. Well, I remember my, this homeless guy had stole my car, and the dog was in it. And then like a few weeks later, I saw my dog, saw soup, and then I was like, well, that means that fucking guy. And then I turn around, and that guy's right there, and I'm like, oh, I'm about to whoop this guy's ass. And then uh, I couldn't do it because you felt bad because of his no, I was I financial was, situation. I was extra excited. No, I was I same thing. I couldn't punch him. I could just see you, him driving away in your car and Soupy in the back window just staring. Yeah. Up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny about like with sex dreams? Ooh, here you're we never, go, like, folks. Folks, here we go. You're never on. having a sex Buckle dream. Buckle on. Oh, trigger warning. There's yeah. going to be a conversation about intercourse. You here. never have a sex dream, and it's not like you're in the sex dream. You're like, I just can't fuck. The way I want to. Oh, not me, baby. I lay pipe in my dreams. I fuck way better in my dreams. Me too. Me too. I always. Uh, it always lasts for like, like twenty or thirty seconds in my dreams. Instead you of, know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of just an immediate when she takes her top off, I go. Ugh! Yeah, you go Ugh! cross-eyed. <laughs> Sorry, baby. Your next eyes, time. your eyes roll in your head, and dollar signs pop up like a slot machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, speaking of slot machine, I'm going to fucking Las Vegas this week. Really? Uh-huh. Dang. I told. Uh, I told Eddie. Pepitone, we went on the road, went to... Told uh, Eddie Izzard? Eddie Izzard, yeah, I told Eddie. No, I was telling him, because I don't know what we, we were talking about dreams in the car, and I was like, I was telling him about, I was like, oh yeah, I had a sex dream about my wife once, 
and uh, she let me uh, check out the back door or whatever. And I woke up immediately and I like scared the hell out of her. And he's like, "Did you try? Did you try to do it in real life?" <laughs> and I was like, "No, I just jerked the bed." You know, I like. He pulls out a sketchbook and starts drawing a, a picture of you and your wife having sex. He closes his eyes and it looks like he's just squ- swirling. Yeah, <laughs> I told you that already. I think I kept thinking about Eddie whenever I went to that. Did we talk about that on the last podcast? But that I kept thinking about Sorry. Eddie whenever I went to the minor league baseball game and it was mental health awareness night and all i could think is a guy like eddie throwing out the first pitch and they let him speak and him being like i'm fucking crazy yeah but i love baseball and anytime i'm not watching baseball i want to hurt people by the way i uh i stopped taking my medication yesterday by the way i don't feel so good <laughs> so you and eddie you and eddie went on the road a little bit dude? dude it was a blast man we had a lot of fun we did a show in bakersfield got to run into uh some of the local hubbub uh around there and uh, was he like this place is awful he was great he was super optimistic and and excited about everything and it better be dude. i mean and like you know, one of my buddy who was producing the other show was stressing out about some stuff, and I and I I'm basically like, look, if you're you're paying him to come here, he's gonna be happy if he gets paid. You'll be all right. You well, don't, you know. And he he had a great time. He enjoyed uh, when we got to Fresno. I took him to like Fig Garden Village and all like the. Wait, the you hot took him spots. to who? Fig Garden Village. Oh, what'd you think I said? I don't. You don't want to know. <laughs> Something that a, a bad person would call my neighborhood. Oh, <laughs> I'm trying to th- the village. Uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, you just change the F to something else. Yeah. Uh, F and fig. Uh, I, I always like to leave breadcrumbs for our listeners uh, to the racism. <laughs> I'm like, it's over here. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to throw people off the scent. Dude, my buddy Brandon, uh, he came uh, for the first show, and then we were talking. And then uh, you guys were going to leave, and uh, he was taking too long, so you were like, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Let's go. Brandon. Okay, That's I, what, see. Yeah. I see what you're doing here. Right, I'm in a good second. mood, dude. You're in such a you're in such a fucking sour. Place, I'm in a great dude. mood. What are you talking Ever about? Ever since you got here, I was doing Darren Carter impressions for you. You weren't into it. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was. I'm only into it. I'm I'm in a great mood, man. I'm I, gaslighting uh, you. I'm feeling good. I'm uh, I'm I, hitting the road. It revitalizes me. Oh, yeah. I go out and just bomb in cities all across the U.S. and yeah. it just. Man, it just really revitalizes me. I don't know. But yeah. he, he goes, uh, Brandon was like, you need to do that uh, stick figure child porn bit that you were doing on the pod. <laughs> yeah, and I was, do that on stage? Yeah. Nobody's going to like that. And I was just like, I, I, I mean, it's I listened back to it because it, it is funny, but I, I'm like. Oh, it's I, very funny, but I mean. You, I don't know how to get into it, you know? It's not something you could just present to strangers. Anyway, know. folks, let's talk about child porn for a second here, you know? People in Fresno, hell no, hell no. Uh, Get on with it. I don't. Fresno was dope, man. They they were uh, they were awesome, and everybody wanted to come coming back and take pictures with Eddie, you know. And he was in the back in the warehouse. Oh, I know uh, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And it was uh, uh, it was good though. It was on those two couches next to the swamp cooler. Yeah, and the weird like World War II heater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about, dude. It's, I've been back there. I took a nap on that couch. It's pretty legit. It's pretty legit. Did you guys bring a bunch of chicks back there? Tons. We're having a party. <laughs> <laughs> two more. Eddie has two martini glasses in the dude. in the makeshift green room. Well, dude, he he got uh, he went sober again off weed, so oh. he was completely sober. And I was like, bad timing, pal. I'm like, because Fresno is gonna be just a. We're gonna walk into a marijuana greenhouse. It's just gonna be hot box. That's where we're doing comedy, you know. And uh, he's like, ah, it'll be fine or whatever, you know. And then we did uh, we did the shows and. We were gonna stay overnight, uh, but Eddie wanted to get back to his his dog. His little puppy was was here in town. He missed her. He's like, "Can we just drive back?" I'm like, "Yeah, of course." I mean, I do that all the time. But uh, everybody was like, "Hey, we want to we gonna we gonna smoke afterwards? We gonna hang out and smoke?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's it's on." And then it was so funny because when I I told I told a couple of my buddies, I'm like, "Yeah, we're driving back tonight." Man, the light the light left their eyes. The light, yeah. They're like, "We were gonna smoke weed together." I, and I, I left brought, my eyes too. You know, I was real sad. I brought weed just for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a rough one in Bass Lake, dude. Oh yeah. Wait, say that again. Into the mic. I said it into the mic. I said, Sir? I, dude. I said I had a rough one in Bass Lake. 
Yeah. Dude, I'm tired of you accusing me <laughs> of not talking into the microphone. Well, I, I wouldn't even notice if I wasn't editing them. Who would you notice if I wasn't the one editing them? <laughs> Dude, I'm, just trust me. Honestly, <laughs> truly, right now, my ears are kind of jammed up, so I might... I might start fucking mouthing words and not even saying anything. I mean, that's fine. That's I mean, I actually had a lot of requests for that. On the people pod. are saying for me to pipe down. Yeah, they go. Yeah, you know, if Bruce keep, could just pretend keep his, to talk. keep his voice down. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was yeah. We was in Bass Lake and uh, 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 I don't know uh, the fucking this lady in the crowd wouldn't stop. Like I like you know you say anything, I went. I go up and I'd be like. Oh, yeah, you know, I've been wearing a hat lately. Be like, yeah, I bet you've been wearing a hat lately. Really? I'm just, you know, I'm literally just. But that kind of heckling where it's like they're not really heckling, they're just talking. Be like, yeah, so we uh, went to lunch today. It was good. Yeah, I bet your lunch was no good. Like, it's just like, not like. And then she's like looking at her friends in the audience, like, (laughs) right, right. Yeah, and I was like, and I was up earlier, and so I was kind of just like, started out with like, hey, you know, you like to say something after I say something. Oh, you really don't, you really do that every time. And then like eventually I was like, it got to a point, and I was just like, "What? What is?" I was trying to be nice. I was like, "Oh, what do you do?" And she's like, "I work at a bank, whatever." And I was like, "What bank?" Blah blah blah. And eventually, it got to the point where I was like, "Everybody, if you have money in this bank, pull your money out of this bank." Yeah. And I was like, "Like, found out her name." I was like, "Leave a bad review for that bank with this." Like, I was like, "Going fucking nuts." What and- was she doing when you started going in on her? <laughs> she was like, "Fuck!" She was like, "You're just mad because nobody's. Yeah, I'm not coming to your room tonight." And maybe and you know maybe at that point. Okay, uh, so she was still having a good time. No, she. I mean, she was. It, it turned ugly. But I was. Was I, she drunk? Yeah. But I. I was doing my best to keep it civil because so there, there was more people after me. I didn't want to fucking burn the whole thing down. Well, it's just she, just so the listeners know too. I've been waiting for this story since Bruce sends me. He goes, "Brass Lake was brutal." He sends me like a, a thirty second video of a woman pointing at him through a window. <laughs> like, and I'm yeah. like, "Oh, well, yeah, shit. she's in the lobby screaming at the person at the front about how I embarrassed her in front of her clients, and so she's flipping me off. She called Torio a fat bald fuck. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> yeah, it was." A lot dude and but it was uh, i i'm not a confrontational especially not a confrontational comedian so i like did everything i could to be like come on don't stop and then it got to a certain point where like instead of like eviscerating her whatever like i would if i there wasn't i didn't care who was after me whatever i was just like what there was like 200 plus there's like 200 people there yeah and it's like you're in a pretty small it was very very nice there but you're in a small town people are excited that there's entertainers coming to town to entertain. Of them. course. And yeah. I like doing shows in places Absolutely. like that. Absolutely. So I'm doing it and I'm like, I, at a certain point, I'm like, why are you doing this? I'm yelling. I'm like, why are you doing this? I was like, there's 200 other people here really trying to have a good time. Yeah. This, the show wasn't cheap. And yeah. I'm like, you guys are all having fun, right? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you know, and she's a bad, right? And everyone's like, yeah. And I'm like, why are you doing this, lady? And I'm like, I just really don't like you. And then <laughs> from stage? Yeah. And yeah. then she's just like, you're just mad because I'm not coming to your room tonight. And at that point, I was pretty annoyed at the whole thing. It'd oh, been going yeah. on for 20 minutes. And I said something I shouldn't have said, and I don't feel good about saying it. <laughs> you don't feel good about saying it I'm again? Saying, no, I didn't feel good about saying it. What'd you say? She said, you're just mad. You're a loser. She said, you're a loser, and you're just mad I'm not coming to your room tonight. And I said... Bitch. <laughs> I said, I'm on television and nobody wants to fuck you. <laughs> oh, that's great. And I don't feel good about that in any way. There's no part of that statement that I feel good about. I like it. I mean, I like the chutzpah. I see, see, Bruce gets a little bit of something and he starts really wailing on us regular that's, folks down I don't, here. It's, I, don't li- I don't like to do that. And I see, did, I'm on her side now. I didn't feel, and <laughs> everyone was pretty into it whenever, whenever, when I said that, people actually had a pretty good time. I mean, it's a great line. I'm on yeah. TV and no one wants to fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that's, I have it on video. I, I don't know how to cut it up or what, but I. Oh, uh, Really, truly, all I want to get from the video is uh, her name, because I asked it, and I want to be reminded of what bank she works at so that I can leave a bad review. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, classic Central Valley guy with money, mm-hmm. uh, puffy, puffy jacket, dress shirt underneath. Ooh, yeah. He came up to me after, and he's like, hey, man, he's like, my business, uh, we bank with them. He's like, fuck that bitch. He goes, I'm pulling my shit out of there Monday morning. No I fucking way, dude. Swear to God. Wow. He's probably, you know, some kind of tractor mechanic. Those are, I mean, I bet that kind of woman is, she probably is in some sort of position of power where nobody really talks back to her. 
She just wouldn't stop. And then yeah. it was like, I, I, I my told her. clients. I, eventually, like, after a certain point, I was like, hey, cut it out. I'm, I'm doing something up here. Yeah. Men are talking. I've never yeah. had. <laughs> that's, what that's what I should have said. The boys are yeah. talking, man. I should have said, 50 years ago, I would have came over there and smacked, your, smacked the fucking dinner right out of your face. 50 years ago, yeah. you'd be strung up in a tree. <laughs> I'd have come over there, smacked, I would have cupped your fucking ear. I would have cupped your fucking ear. No, her mom was with her, and I was like, you're her mom? And she was like, yeah. I was like, you've done a terrible job. And I was like, Would you, you, should, you should hit her. Like I was like, I was real. I mean- it's all on video. I, but I, the audience was on board, I imagine. Yeah, and also a lot of the audience in the back couldn't hear her. So I pro- uh, I looked probably like a crazy person Yeah, yeah. to yeah. some of these people. Dude, why is he going off? I didn't even hear anything. Why is he- it's all I could hear. She was in the front. Man. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, we had the, there was these two MAGA, MAGA hats in the front row in I Bakersfield. I can deal with MAGA hats, dude. I can deal with, I can deal with whoever as long as they're not interrupting. And like, well, I, was, I was slamming this lady over and over again. And at a certain point, I wasn't being too mean. But like, people were enjoying it. And I was like, this is so fucking stupid and easy. I'm the one with the amplified voice. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not, I literally, I'm like, I'm not having fun doing this to you, lady. I, I just want you to stop talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was security at the beginning of the thing. I saw a security guy with a fucking... Uh, uh, like legit, like bulletproof vest on the other side of the room, and I had talked about him in the beginning, like at the very beginning, and then I looked back over because I want to be like, "Hey, man!" And then he was gone, and I was like, "The fucking security is gone. Fuck. Somebody do something!" I literally from the stage said, "Somebody do something!" Yeah, yeah, because it was <laughs> and nobody did. No, <laughs> I think eventually Toria went over there, and that's whenever she called him a fucking FBF, dude. A fat, fat, bald fuck. <laughs> <laughs> An FBF. That's my new uh, boy band. I was just so. It was so. In, it was just. God. It was, and it, I felt bad about it. Even though everybody else was like, "That was fun, whatever." Yeah. I just have felt bad about it because I just. I felt more like I had just kind of sat in the pocket up there and kind of was like, whoa. like literally, it was like a boxer on the ropes, like, whoa, whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, like I didn't go too hard in any, any direction yeah. I kind of just felt like it was floundering and I could have done a lot more and I also could have done a lot less and not said I'm on television How nobody, much time are you nobody wants to fuck you um, he said like 20 to 30 so it was pretty loose you know yeah. me dude yeah, yeah. I got the light at fucking 18 I did 27 Woo-hoo. I'm not stopping Yeah, yeah. I'm, no, on, people, I'm a porch yeah I uh, was supposed to do 20 minute sets always did 22 yeah <laughs> I just I was it, it's, it's bothered me so much and I, I really hated that woman I still, I still do. Do you? And you know what was the funniest part is I, I was laughing really hard with uh, uh, Ariana Rama because another comic. She's, I think that's how you say her name. She's, she's very nice. Uh, she, very funny too. I, I when you say cop, you cop out and be like, nice I, person. Uh, I know what you're. But saying. after the set, I was laughing really hard because I was like, dude, if I was single, as soon as I got off stage, I would, because it's like in the town, it's like everybody goes to that bar next door, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I would have got imme- ran off stage after my set, gone to the bar, and been like, come on, baby, you know, I was just joking, and just no questions asked. Yeah, yeah. In the bag. Dude, yeah, yeah. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. You know I was just having fun. Like, just I just having a good time up there. Easily. Think, dude, you you probably literally been like, hey, if I can be real with you, I just like talking to you. You know what I mean? And she's like, oh. And I'm like, baby, you know you like to be messed with a little Back bit. Back to Come my on. chalet. Yeah, dude. I, I love the Bass Lake shows because of the chalet and the bar. I love booze walking distance I mean, from the hotel. It's always nice. Yeah, there was more. I'll tell you off pod, but it was. Dude, don't say that I, stuff because these these listeners, when they hear you say, "We'll tell you more off pod," they're just uh, it's like lighting a fuse. Under is that them. true? Oh yeah, they, they want to know. Oh yeah, I, I've There's had a couple. Little, of I mean, literally, do. it's boring shit. All right, it's, it'll be interesting to you and you alone. Were you jacking off? I wish I jacked off into the lake. Oh, I stood dude. on the corner you know, of the lake at sunrise dude, and jerked it into the flowing nice. waves. You know how I feel about fucking. Doing bodily stuff into lakes, dude. Oh, I know you like <laughs> dropping deuces yeah. in the lake. Have we ever talked about that on here? I think so. I think we, yeah, we definitely talked about that on here. Trillium Lake, Oregon, dude. One of the one of the <laughs> rippingest shits I've ever <laughs> taken in my entire life. I mean, Go. genuinely top top ten hardest laughs of my life. Truly, uh, Kevin was laughing so hard he said he might drown. I almost drowned. <laughs> we were in the middle almost, of the lake. We were yeah. in the middle of the lake while Bruce was taking we're a We were in the middle shit. of the lake on mushrooms in Walmart inner tubes. <laughs> and I had to shit so bad and Kevin was like, it's no... B-. And this is... If you're you know listening right now, please Google Trillium Lake in Portland... Not Portland. In Oregon at the base of Mount Hood. 
and it's truly beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's unbelievable. So we swam out How to the d- middle to take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, there was we, if if I wanted to fuck, it would have just the effort to get back to to the shore. Yeah, was more, and so I, uh, Kevin talks me into jumping off the tube and letting one rip, and I'm like, all right. So I swim out a little bit away from the <laughs> tube. And I, I let it go, and it's not like a weird. It wasn't fucking chum in the water, you know. It was yeah. it was a log. Uh, I dammed it up. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I honestly, I the way that that came out, I could have dammed up that whole lake. But I mean, you watching that shit follow you was like a masterclass in thermodynamics. Whenever I did it, and then I started swimming away, and Kevin is looking behind me like there's a sh- literally like there's a shark coming out of the water and he goes dude oh dude 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 and i look and the turd has f- not only floated up where you're like well there's a turd in the water it has completely breached and is bobbing up and down and there's mega babes on their way on paddle boards yeah there's a girl in a thong bikini doing headstands literally a beautiful woman on a on a on a paddleboard coming that way and also there was somebody flying a drone around and i really <laughs> would love to find that drone footage we, we looked around to we, see we did search well you know what the funnest part was that night when like mush like later that day when the mushrooms were uh, coming down yeah uh we went on instagram to the trillium lake recent tab mm-hmm. and we saw all the pictures all the pictures of all the people we saw at the lake and we were yeah. just like looking into the lives of these random people we saw at the lake that was zooming very, way in to see if we could see us in yeah, the back see the turd yeah yeah yeah, also, it was so funny that day to me on mushrooms to lie to people when we were in the kayak. Oh, yeah. Remember yeah. we were kayaking around lying saw to people? A bald eagle saying we there. just saw a bald eagle. and <laughs> Such a stupid lie, but we were having so much fun. People were like, really? And I was like, oh, we just went right over there. And they're like, that's oh, yeah. incredible. A falcon and I. Just brought it, bringing it up to people in the water that usually you wouldn't say anything either to like, hello, how's it going? No, oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. But I'm like, yeah, we just saw a bald eagle over there. Well, it was we're crazy. Fucking, we're frying. We're having a great time. We're white as hell. We're, we're you know, two fun, out of shape white dudes just getting sunbaked in the beautiful atmosphere going, oh, you see the bald eagle over there? Yeah, that, ki- <laughs> that kayak was treading water a little bit, let me tell you, too. A couple oh. big dogs in a kayak is not a good look. <laughs> no. no, no, no. Not as easy as it looks on TV, either. No, it was the Kayaking. Fun, I always liked that. We used to do... Um, when I was in high school, we would we would forge we would like do these um, floats, river floats. Oh yeah, the, down the Kings River. See, Kings River is nothing, dude. You got to get in the Kern River. That's the dangerous. dangerous well, believe me, dude. The Kings game. River. I mean, because you got to think about it, like a river, depending on the tide, you know, but depending on how high it is, sometimes those. It gets sketchy as fuck, and when you're oh, one of like 45 junior high kids, like going I can't, down. I looking back on it, I cannot believe what that we were doing. We're hitting, I know hitting rapids in like Walmart inner tubes. Yeah. on literally the Kern River is like one of the deadliest rivers in America. Yeah, it's like literally they have a sign that they change the number on constantly because people die. Yeah, yeah, they're like, hey, right, we're gonna get the church group go down here. We're gonna float the river. It's Come on, unbelievable. That it's. So dangerous. I told you the story about my buddy and that girl in a bikini and whatnot, and we're all good church boys. Have I told you that? That's an old, old, old no, story. Titty came out. No. So this girl. So we went to we went to float the Kings River, and this guy who is like uh, just a beautiful man. You know, he's single. The rest of us are like married, um, or we were in relationships or something. I don't know. Well, we were definitely good Christian boys at this time. So looking at a beautiful woman in a in a very sheer, skimpy yellow bikini, which is what this girl was wearing that he decided to bring. Even the description is getting me going. Dude, it was, she's literally a model, literally a model, and she shows up in a group full of like a dozen dudes all from the church, and we're all like, what the fuck, man? Why do you, why do you bring, why don't bring a girl? What the heck? Did, like, you, did you guys call yourself the disciples? There's 12 of you? Oh yeah, always, <laughs> always. We follow the, we follow the way. Um, no, but like especially back then, like if you're gonna go out and do something, like with the guys, like the idea of bringing up a girl is like, chicks I mean, suck, dude. It just sucks. It's just like chicks no, ruin everything. We want to be ourselves. We're not trying to fuck. We don't want to look at some beautiful woman's ass cheeks. We're trying to praise the Lord. And you're saying this loudly in front of, <laughs> in front of her. You're just telling this to your friend, no. dude. We don't want to see some beautiful woman's ass cheeks. I've told this story like before, that? so if you've heard it before on the pod, I apologize. Skip ahead but, 10 minutes. Uh, but yeah, no, we, uh, so we get in the river, and we had all these inner tubes, and all our inner tubes had fucking busted. So we, we ended up... <laughs> <laughs> they were busting. 
uh, so we were floating down, just basically swimming down this river. And no, 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 we were married because we were we were over twenty one. So we, uh, my buddy finds like a, a six pack of Coors, where you know three of them are gone and three of them are still there in the little rings, you know. And uh, you guys cut them up so the dolphins don't get their heads out of them. No way. But me and my me and a couple of my buddies, we grabbed them and uh, we're like, oh dang. And so we're kind of chilling in like one of those little calm spots in the river. My buddy's going, man, why did you? T- Man, I don't know why he brought that girl. And we're like, yeah, you know, it's a real bummer. And like, geez, she's wearing that ba- yellow bathing suit. I'm like, I know, you know, we, we, we're yellow, yellow, yellow oh, bathing suit, yellow bikini. That does And uh, we're going on that God. song, yellow polka dot bikini. Yeah, no polka dots, though. It's oh, just, uh, man. I mean, there was some dots underneath. God, tell you, boy, I, damn, yeah. I'm squeezing my dog over here. <laughs> just thinking about uh, it. It looked like pepperonis under glass. Is that true? You know I mean, just two pepperonis yeah. under a, a tinted yellow glass. Oh man! So we're we're all hanging out, and my buddy's really like, really struggling. Like he's just going, man, I just can't. Oh, I'm just. He and at one point he goes, man, I'll be honest, guys, I'm having trouble not looking. I'm having trouble, you know. And we're all, you know, we're all good Christian boys, so we're, you know, we're there for one another, you know, pray for the sins and whatnot. And uh, <laughs> and uh, then we lose that guy. We kind of so me, it's me and my buddy Scott. Just and the chick is there. No, yeah, they, you lose both of them. Yeah, well, we're we're all kind of separated out. They disappear off into the Garden of Eden. Yeah, no, no, no. They're but like because the the river separates you, you know. Oh yeah. Um, and you got to you know try to stay in little groups, but you know you get spread out, and because our inner tubes popped and other people's didn't, they were still on it, and there was a big one of those big fun islands, and uh, you know you know what I'm talking about a fun island. I know an island. I don't know what's so fun about it. Well. <laughs> It's a huge inflatable thing. That's oh, like, I thought you like meant there's six, like an island in the middle of the whole thing. No, no, no. It's it's like a huge inflatable thing that's like you know seven feet across, uh, a big circle, and you just chill on it or whatever. I see. So, me and my buddy Scott, we lose my other friend, and he's we can't see him for a while, and he's the guy who's struggling, who's going, man, it's been this woman. I'm trying not to sin, you know this, and we lose him. All of a sudden, we see him floating by, Bruce. He's floating by on the raft with the girl in a bikini. (laughs) And as he floats by, he grabs one of the Coors lights and cracks it open (laughs) and starts drinking as he's going by. And me and Scott almost drown because we're like, oh, you're really struggling. You're really struggling there, pal. So wait, it was was a different guy than the girl came with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the same raft? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and it was nice. our buddy who's like, I'm yeah. having trouble not looking. And then yeah. he's on the fucking raft with her. Sorry, my phone was blowing up. That's fucking... It cracked me up, dude. I, there's all kinds of stories like that, with, especially with church stuff, because it just creates such an interesting dynamic. Where, where guys are like, so horny, and they're trying not to be so horny. Yeah, they're just like, I'm horny as shit, man. That's what's so nice about not going to church, is that me and all my bros get together, and we're just horny. <laughs> you get and to be openly, openly horny. horny. I'm about yeah. to go to the comedy store tonight. I'm going to be so horny. Dude, pick up that mic, bro. Come dude. on, let's get it. Let's get this audio quality. I high. talk, dude. The, the 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 range that I talk at. I know. I could hold the mic from here to fucking Timbuktu. No, 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 no. You are a dynamic speaker, and by that, and I this mean, is a dynamic microphone. It well, but you gotta you gotta be a little more dynamic with the mic placement oh though, God, because dude. when you get in your whispers, because you do that, you're like Hitler with the way you speak. You get real yeah, quiet. Yeah, oh, there's a oh at the comedy store, Darren Carter, and I was going to. I like my women like. Darren Carver, and it's like Dar- it's Darren Carter with all the different like spellings oh, of the thing. Oh, I see you brought the party starter with you. <laughs> Dude, it'd be so sick if Darren Carter was hanging out with Hitler. I wonder what that would sound like. Hey, Hitler. it would go a little something. Like we got to stop talking about Darren Carter on the podcast. You're dude. right. There's just, it's not even like we're talking negatively. It's just it just doesn't even matter. <laughs> it's just an interesting. Uh, uh, it's an interesting thing. The rooster. I, I am kind of the. Uh, dude, what are you doing to that? Pretending dog, jacking the dog. I'm no, scratching dog his off? butt, dude. Dang, that's full service. He's comfy. Look how comfy he is. <laughs> of course, he really he's comfy. Is. You're you're tickling his butthole. I'm not tickling his butthole. He's going. Eh. Truly, the one time I did scratch his butt like this, and he ripped major ass. Oh, dude! Speaking of ripping major ass, <laughs> thank God I jarred my memory. Oh, so uh, you know, at the the chalet in Bass Lake, we're we're down in the we're sleeping as me, Torio, and Ariana. 
Uh, me and Ari- I'm in one bed and Ariana's in one of the other bed, and we've put Torio's rollaway mattress down in the middle. So we're having classic slumber party, you know. Nice. And I was making fun of Torio for snoring, and he, in the morning, and he goes, "Well, yeah, at least he's like he's like snoring's better than fucking you ripping the biggest fart ever." And I was like, "What?" And then he was like, "Dude, you ripped you ripped one." Huge one. <laughs> and then I was laughing because I was, dude, I swear to God, I was having a dream. <laughs> <laughs> I was having a dream that I was at the doctor's or like in a hospital yeah. face down on a, on like a laying on a hospital bed. And there's a doctor. Sounds like a good weekend to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the doctor's telling me he's like, uh, everything's fine. Like, ev- like maybe s- surgery was a success, whatever. But he's basically telling me, the doctor, but you can't leave the hospital and go home until you rip a huge fart. That's actually a thing with surgery. I know. Yeah, you got to shit. And so piss. he was like, you have to, you, you're not allowed to leave until you rip a big fart. So I remember being in the hospital and being like, all right, well... I guess I'll rip a big fart. And Torio said I'd fucking hit a fucking major boomer. In your sleep? Yeah. So you don't remember doing it? No, I remember the dream. And I remember in the dream being like, here we go. Dude, that... That's amazing. That was very funny. Dude, you're farting in front of a woman, too? I'll fart in front... I would fart in front of any woman. (laughs) I fart in front of... I mean... It's funny because uh, when it Mind- comes to equality, that's where Mindy I, Bryant's draw the girlfriend line. Uh, and Kelly both had a, got a real kick out of being like, "Bruce and Brian both fight so much," and then I had to tell them about how Mindy and Brian about you know how I do it around here. Did I take it to the next level? Mm-hmm. Because Kelly's immune to my farts. She's yeah. you know it doesn't even. I don't know, man. No reaction usually. Do you know what I'm saying? A yeah. little bit, but her sister also being here. That's the target audience. That's oh, like yeah. if I'm open, <laughs> if I'm open micing a fart, you know. Who's this fart for? <laughs> so, dude, I mean, I'm you know, I'm fucking hiking. I'm jackknifing, hiking up one leg. I'm fucking, I'm you know the uh, cabinet little uh, shelves in the kitchen right there. I'm oh, yeah. pushing off of those with both my hands and doing a 180 and ripping a huge <laughs> fart in the air. I have I have free reign to. I want that montage. Damaging fart. My fart damage. I want to f- see your fart montage of you dancing in the kitchen and yeah. like. Like doing like Michael Jackson poses and then be like, yeah, we gotta get a fart. We gotta get a fart damage meter on the side too, dude. That's my one of my favorite things I've ever seen on TV was the Kenny versus Spinny where they're measuring oh, the their, biggest farts. Yeah, the biggest. Oh, farts. He, that's where he does the bike pump thing of his yeah. butt. Yeah, I did that in junior high and was ripping major farts. It was so funny, dude. That shit is so fucking stupid. Like ripping farts is the dumbest shit ever, and I will never get over it. Oh, it will th- never I was going to say. I thought anymore. you were about to say that you don't like ripping farts anymore. I played the uh, farting therapist from Adam Sandler's com- comedy album. Oh, I don't remember. I don't where it's, it's Adam Sandler and Kevin Nealon. And Adam Sandler goes in to quit smoking, and as Kevin Nealon is putting him under with hypnosis, he keeps farting. And then Adam Sandler's like, "Could you stop doing that?" And like, it's—I mean, it's like a—it it goes on too long. But he's like, uh, "He's like, you're 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 deep, you're under now. You're you're floating. You're high above there. I have no bad gas. That was not me. That was you or my receptionist." <laughs> I, I so I played that for Eddie. We were both laughing. And uh, in the middle of it, though, like as I was playing it for him, I'm like, Eddie, I'm like, should I? I'm like, I don't know. He's going to think this is dumb. I'm like, fuck it. It's farting. Like, it's everybody loves a good fart. It was I bet Eddie could, could let some let some out. Dude, I've never, I've never, I've never bore witness yeah. <laughs> to the ass. You should cheeks. ask him if he could do it for you. I, I might. Say, I hey, might. Next time, say, hey, next time you have a big fart, can you? Uh... <laughs> can you let me know <laughs> hey Puck, just give me a heads up uh next time i'll come over if you need yeah to. yeah you think you get yeah eddie should let me and you come over and uh watch him listen to him fart <laughs> we go over <laughs> and watch some war documentaries that's always fun yeah dude i had a blast this weekend man it's just nice being out on the road and it's fun dude i, I mean i had fun thing. i got to uh I got to run into some people I hadn't seen in over a decade. Shout out to Steve Schleich. Steve Schleich? Steve Schleich, baby. What was he up to? I don't know. I didn't get really to get to talk to him too much. I had to go back to set up, and when I came back, he was gone. He was it was on a like on a breeze. Hell yeah, dude. But yeah, there's a it's a trip, man, because there's people that I grew up with at church, and you know, spent five to six days a week with for you know the first. 14 to 15 years of my life, you know, and 
I just never see them anymore. But we know each other. You know what do I mean? Do they still go to church? Do they still go to oh, church? Oh yeah, everybody, everybody. I'm the only one that got out. I was. I'm the only one. If you, I'm one of like seven people. If you now in Fresno just showed up to your big church on Sunday and like kicked the door open in the middle of the service, would everybody be like, oh, "That's Kevin. No, that's Kevin. Yeah, that's Kevin. No, that's Kevin. Maybe five years ago, but well, not now. Well, the church, you know, there's turnover and whatnot, you know. There's church turnover? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if for that church... sounds like a, a sick wrestling move. <laughs> oh, he's got him with the church turnover! Oh, yeah. dang! Oh, he's no, about to give his life to Christ! I forgot. Ah, okay. No, I mean, I was I was relatively church famous in Fresno, Whoa. you know. Excuse me. I don't... I. That, that's another thing that I got... I, I need to figure out, because Eddie was... Eddie, Eddie was very kind talking to me about my set and stuff and he's like i think you need to talk more about church stuff he's like that seems like there's a a, a wellspring of of material there and uh so he was just asking me about church stuff and it's like i kind of was trying to explain to him a little bit like that i you know i did so much for this huge church in a relatively small community of three quarters of a million people and <laughs> there but they had i mean this church had had like five or six campuses or something and and I was doing the announcements on the video screen and doing these silly videos and was the star of this musical. And Do you think you were the church star besides the pastor? I mean, I was definitely one of them. Yeah. I mean, there was like as far as a non-pastoral role, like I was probably as as respected as you could get without being paid by the church because they never paid me because I'm pretty sure they didn't. They you were a church intern? I was never an intern, but I was, you know, I mean, my schedule was ridiculous. You know, we'd, I'd be at church uh, one night a week for rehearsal, another night of the week for small group, another night of the week for a church service. Sundays, I would show up at like... Sundays, s- don't even call. Dude, I, no bullshit. Sundays we had, because we had like a 9 or an 8, 9, 30, and 11, and then we had... Uh, uh, a seven and an eight thirty service, so five services. So I would get there for the eight o'clock service at like five thirty or six in the morning, and do three services, and then we'd have a few hours before I have to come back for the night services. So literally, I'd be there. I'd have to be there playing drums and like being a part of that the entire day from you know six in the morning until ten thirty eleven at night. Did you ever crank it in the church? I don't think I ever cranked it in the church, bro. I made out with a chick behind the church. Oh, I made what was out. cool? What was cool? Whenever I was in junior high, there's this church on Coffee Road in Bakersfield. Shouts out! But they put in a little like skate park outside on like one of the basketball courts. You know, churches would do that. I don't oh know. yeah, yeah. Is there is there an ulterior motive there to get kids to like go to church, whatever? Because actually, some of the, we would go there, but like yeah. really, we were all bad kids, and we didn't give a shit about the church. We just wanted to go and like. Skateboard, smoke cigarettes. Yeah, uh, you know, feel well, up. We a had ch- church feel cigarettes. up a chick. On- we, we would we would hand out church cigarettes and weed and church skateboards. And- <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because at first I was like, really? Yeah, church porn. Yeah. You know, church, be- yeah, church porn. You'd put a bucket of porn behind the gym. So yeah, then- come on down, get your porn, and you can watch the porn. But we got to let you. We got to tell you about Christ. Yeah, it's like Scientology, but where like you have to. I mean, it very much is like that. Where we would, I, I mean, there. I'd seen that a bunch of times, like parking lots where. They would turn the parking lot into a skate park, and they'd just have a bunch of people bring ramps out, and then there'd be a bunch of parents and volunteers. There'd be dude, EMT if, if, and everything. If you hit a Christ air at the... Uh, oh, my God, dude. You just keep going up into heaven. <laughs> you keep flying up. <laughs> oh, man. No, but that, I mean, that, I mean, that definitely was like a, uh, um, uh, an outreach event. I mean, I told you about, like, we had... There was this event called... Uh, it was a lock-in, basically, that we would do every once in a while. They'd lock Dude, us a lock-in's got to just be like a fucking molestation marathon, Dude, bro. it was amazing. I had been locked into a couple <laughs> of... <laughs> Dude, it was amazing, <laughs> bro. No, it was great because you're there and there's all these... Molestaros. No, no, no. You're, but you're, you're... Like, imagine you're in ninth grade and all the girls are there locked in a Chuck E. Cheese with you or locked into the uh, Incredible Pizza... Uh, what's it? John's Incredible Pizza. John's Incredible Pizza. Oh, you're doing? Or? You're going overnight to fucking John's Incredible Pizza? Yeah, they're doing. They're doing overnight pizza buffet. Yeah, or the Oh Wow Nickel spicy, Arcade. Spicy peanut butter. Nickel. Dude. Oh, Nickel Arcade. There was a Nickel Arcade in Bigger. <clears throat> I mean, they would do lock-ins right everywhere. Next to the Play-Doh's closet. 
And so they'd give everybody pretty much eat whatever you want, drink whatever you want, unlimited tokens. Fuck whoever you want. No. (laughs) No. It's a Swingers Um, church. But then uh, pretty much just go wild and we'll open the doors at 8 a.m. and you can, you know, have your parents pick you up or whatever. And uh, What time would you get there at night? Eight. Probably like eight to eight. Do you sleep at the John's Credible Pizza? You could. You could. There was places uh, where you you we were supposed to bring sleeping bags and stuff. But you're just up all night, fucking. Yeah, I remember we did uh, we did some sort of outreach event where we stayed, we slept in the gym. I, it was some sort of missions thing where we. Who's Jim? <laughs> my dad, uh, <laughs> Jim Bob. Um, no, we we stayed in the gym. We slept on the floor in the gym, and we didn't. Me and the group of people that I was with, which included like four girls that I kind of liked, you know, there were. Uh, you liked girls. them all. I mean, you got to keep your You're options like the wander- open. You're baby. like the wanderer, dude. Oh yeah, I'll take you know whatever. Rosie on your left and Janie on your right. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, but the so they like everybody shuffled out of the main area and went in, to sleep in the in the gym. But me and these like three or four girls and you know a couple of my buddies and whatnot. At some point, though, you guys are playing Spawn Ranch and shit. What's Spawn Ranch? That's where the Manson family lived. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to play Spawn Ranch? Come on, okay, guys. Okay, you get to write Die Pigs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, can, can I kill the pregnant lady? Yeah, no, I'm Squeaky From. No, I'm Squeaky From. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they, uh, I remember they took me back into the girl's bathroom, and they can, they're like, would you let us put makeup on you? I've been there, brother. And so they, I let them put makeup on you, and then we were all in like the girls' bathroom, and I'm in there, and I, they go, all right, take a look, and I'm like, I remember freaking the fuck out, Bruce. Why? Because you For liked about, it so much. I, I look good, dude. I look fucking hot as shit. I was like, you know, for, uh, you know, for for me, you know, I was just like, that's who you, I want. Why did fuck. you freak out? Because I looked good. I looked oh. like a beautiful woman. They groomed you. They groomed me, man. I was like, dang. You know, I was like, holy shit. It did. It was a weird thing, though. Imagine, imagine you grow up very religious. The idea of like being gay or anything sexual, that type of stuff, it's just very frowned upon. So any type of like, I mean, a man wearing makeup, look, this is a devil's work, you know? Like, it's not good. No. And so <clears throat> I just remember seeing it and being kind of like, dang, that kind of looks, and then just being like, wait, what the hell does this mean? If I'm attracted to myself when I dress like a girl, what does this mean? And then that thought completely emptied my brain because I looked over and one of the girls I liked was like smiling. Flashed her boobs at you. Yeah, she's like, look at these. Check these out. Praise the Lord. Do you think that there was ever a time in your life you could have got duped into Scientology? I mean, if I was born into it, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, there wasn't a time, especially when you're, like, separating from the church, there wasn't, like... Never. There was never, like, a real susceptible time like that? Never, never, never. I always I always very much in my mind... Because you got to remember, I left the church when I was 30. I wasn't, like, a young No, I know kid, that. I'm just saying, like, but, I mean, you know... When you're in a weird time like that, when your entire life is shifting and whatever. My logic leaving the church was very much based in the fact that I was the way that I was and that I was in that church and I believed what I believed because I was born in America, in Fresno with, with Christian parents in 1981, you know, like that, that those influences shaped my belief so strongly. So for me, in my mind, in my logical brain, I'm like... There's nothing preventing the universe from having me be born in India, you know, and now I'm a, you know, I'm a Muslim or I'm a Buddhist or, a, you know, it's just, it wasn't like I spent a bunch of time like seeking the face of God and then I discovered it through Christianity and that's where it was literally, this is the truth, this is what you believe, and I did, you know, for, for the whole time. So it leaving, it wasn't like... It was kind of like, oh, religion is is kind of all people trying to access God in some way or another. But like the idea of going from one church to like, oh, maybe I'll go look over at the Mormons or I'll go. That just it all seems silly to me, too, because. Yeah, that's fair. And also as like a Christian, I I would look at those other religions as very silly. And a part of a lot of my education was <laughs> in disproving those religions. So like I, I literally read books on how to share the gospel with Mormons, how to share the gospel with Buddhists, 
How to share the gospel for dummies. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> That's basically what you're reading. Yeah, I mean, they, very much so. It would be like, why aren't we Catholic? Well, we're not Catholic because they hold deity to the Mother Mary. We're not Catholic because they think that there's a, a, a bridge to God through a priest. We believe that you are the bridge to God. You can talk directly to him. You don't have to go through a priest. That's biblical, and it's, 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 uh, it's blasphemy to, to suggest that you have a connection to God that somebody else can get to through you. Yeah. So, like everything, all other religions were ruined for me because Christianity was the truth. And then when I stopped believing that Christianity was the truth, then it was like, well, I already, they already told me everything else was bullshit, and I was pretty convinced, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. But I don't know how you get into Scientology, dude. It's such an interesting one. Oh, dude, you could get in. I guarantee you, if you opened up your mind for 30 minutes, you would be a Scientologist, without a doubt. Well, dude, Not you, you think specifically. I'm some kind of fucking idiot? No. No, I think They're just anybody. so spooky, dude. They're very spooky, but when you go in there... They, I've been in there. Well, I know, but you didn't go. Did you do the? Yeah, baby. Did they? Did you do the one on one? Yeah, baby. You did. I Absolutely. see. I didn't do that. I wouldn't. I'm. I'm too scared. You weren't. Were you weren't with us there that time? It was. Me. I was there, but I showed up late. I oh, showed me, up Zach, after and Tyler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we started poke. We were there for an open mic because we thought it was funny to go do an open mic there. But we go into that celebrity center, start poking our head around. It's a fucking bunch of black eye zombies, fucking walking around in there. It's like wait, what? There's a bunch of black eyed zombies in there. <laughs> I think a bunch of black using, guy, black guy zombies. What is black guide? Like, how do you get no like black, somebody got bunch oh, of black eyed zombies? Man, fucking, I was a zombie. I got black guyed real hard yeah. with the church. Some, yeah, black <laughs> a, a swagged out zombie. Yeah, I got black guyed oh, so hard uh, I turned to a zombie. No, I dude, it was like weird. It like it literally felt like a fucking haunted hotel, and there was like seemed like there was fucking no anything like no fucking i was just so weird like it was real weird and tense in there and like nobody talked to each other and people were just moving in a way that didn't make sense and like maybe they also could tell that like we were not supposed to be there it really honestly reminded me of inception where they're in that other fucking thing and like oh, people yeah. move in kind of a weird way and like people kind of stare at you and like well and they had all those girls and pretty oh, attractive yeah. girls that's the whole thing Mager, dude Mager, it is remember the same thing in salt lake city they on the Mormon, the the Temple Square, it's a bunch of babes. That's how you do it. That's how you market. But Hot like chicks, that I always think about it because and they, they pulled us into that side room and hooked me up to the zapper. Oh, did they? Yeah, you did on the, the machine. You did the e reading. Yeah, what they it told is. me I'm stressed out. Did it really? They said you're not doing so good. <laughs> you're stressed out. You're, you're worried. You're not, it's not going so good, bud. No, Did they, they were, predict anything about your future. No, they can't tell the future. We went to a psychic. <laughs> she couldn't tell us anything. I was stuck. all that psychic did was tell us she knows Rita. <laughs> yeah, 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 read from this book. Yeah, um, I, that lady's a fucking idiot too. No churches. I mean, even if that's I, I, I will say one of the things like the my perspective of churches is, is is as somebody who's not going anymore is pretty unique because. I think people who are outside of it, who maybe haven't been involved in it, they have this vision of what religious people are, where there's a guy at the top going, I just want to get more money. We'll sell some blessed washcloths, and then you know we'll get more money, and we'll get more people in this church. But the guy at the top, he's bought in, too. He's 100% in. He's trying I, to tell I you I always think truth. that the guy at the top is the least bought in one. No. No, I mean maybe, maybe not in your situation in particular, but a lot of these guys like remember there was that big deal with that that weirdo guy who who like had the private jet and like did all this stuff. Oh, like, that guy. Those guys. You know yes, like th those guys, yes. Whoever's at the top of the church always seems like the least bought in guy in actuality, like in you know, on the surface it seems like he's fucking yeah. you know, making it happen and he really is into the fucking whatever. But on underneath it seems more like he's into the smell of his own farts and he's trying to make as much money as possible. If I go to a church and I can see wealth, like if I see uh like maybe some gold details on like the building or any anything where it's like flaunting wealth, fuck that place. I'm fucking out of there. Because I even just, back then, even back then, absolutely back then, definitely. Um, even if our pastor, like our, our pastor, wrote a book that did fairly well and uh, bought somebody's used BMW or something and did a sermon about it and was like, was like, it was a, it was a thing. It was like, I don't know, this feels wrong to have a nice car, and but you know, this. Well, you is, know, your pastor would be broke as fuck. 
You don't want him to be broke as fuck, but it's there's also a thing about if my pastor's broke. You're placing your faith into somebody's hands, though, and I'm very aware of that. Even when I was bought, but you don't in. want to fa- place your faith into the hands of a broke motherfucker. Well, but we all, <laughs> but we all know that we're Roast susceptible. <laughs> we're all susceptible to to being influenced by greed or whatever. So if I see my pastor is starting to fall into that greed, it's my responsibility as one of the parishioners to be like, "Hey, check the pastor. Check him. Yeah. Would you have the nuts to check the pastor? Fuck yes." Damn. Absolutely, yeah, but all you, the time. But you you don't think that the pastor should present himself in a way where even if it's not wealth or whatever, he should at least like look sharp and drive and should be li- no fuck living that. not luxuriously, but should be living a, a different, probably a more a more elevated lifestyle than anyone else. No way, no way. I don't know, man. No, I mean, if you're a Christ-like person, a Christian, a Christ-like person, which is what it is, Christ. I mean, there was never anything about. I mean, you're storing up your riches. For heaven and and god will place a crown on your head as you enter the kingdom of heaven filled with the jewels of of your good deeds that you did in the name of christ and you will take the crown off and throw it at his feet because that wealth is nothing to you and so if you see a pastor who's preaching that from the stage then he gets you know in his fucking uh uh god damn it, the g-wagon or whatever fuck yeah he rolls out in a two hundred thousand dollar car i'm gonna be like fuck this guy he's a piece of shit you know, it just opens up. In my mind, it opens somebody up for criticism if they got if they're flaunting their money. I just don't think you want a dusty ass pastor. No, not dusty. Uh, maybe you do kind of want. I don't know, dude. I'd rather I also, have because the other thing is, when you think of a pastor, you might think of somebody who's like removed from you. I don't. I when I think of the pastors in my life, they're my buddies. They're my friends. You know, there was there there. You know, might be a little bit older than me in some cases. And in a lot of other cases, they were my age or younger, you know, and yeah, so it wasn't like a, there was never like any mystique or like, ooh, the pastor or whatever. I knew he was struggling. I knew he was, you know, every week he'd go through his Bible to try to get a sermon. You know, he's trying to get his hour ready for the, you know, the, the thing. And this guy at the church I went to was, you know, pushing out an hour long sermon every week to, you know, 20. 10, 20,000 people. I don't know. If anybody's listening. Who Did he play the hits sometimes? Much, uh, he, he would play the hits a little bit. like the But the hits would be like a series on Song of Solomon, which if, if you don't know about the Bible, Song of Solomon is the, is the hustler of the Bible. It's all about sex, and like uh, he's like, well, that's like that's for like night church. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's post midnight mass. You get in there. Hey, hey, y'all. You know this goes out to uh, all the married folks out there. Get under your wife's tree and enjoy that choice yeah. fruit, brothers. You know what's funny too is I wonder if a pastor's ever got caught with a prostitute, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm supposed to kick it with. I'm supposed to kick it with <laughs> like you know. I was witnessing. I was hanging out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mary, Mag- <laughs> Mary Magdalene. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Uh, he's like, sir, you were in a thong leopard print bikini briefs, sir. It's what Jesus would have done. <laughs> well, Jesus was a dusty motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, dude. He was a dusty dude. Well, that's what it's all about. It's about humility and not placing your 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 rewards in this world. It's you about- know what's funny is I've, I've seen a lot of shit of like how you see people like fake dressed up things online i don't think i've ever seen a picture of like jesus in like true religion jeans and shit <laughs> that, that'd I will be so say, sick a picture of G- if somebody could send me a photoshop of jesus in true religions with like some jordans and like a, like a long tight t-shirt on kind of like dressed like dave Chappelle, <laughs> iced out a little bit yeah yeah with a chain on like yeah, yeah. cool G- you never really see cool jesus <laughs> or like bmx jesus would be cool Dude, He's I just kind of like Dave Mira. I want DMX Jesus. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Dude, did I ever tell you I? Uh, one time I was, I think I was on Molly or something. Christ gonna give it to you. At, yeah, at a music at a music festival. And I was too far away, but DMX was praying, uh, was praying really long, long at a concert, <laughs> and I threw a water bottle on stage. <laughs> It didn't hit him. You told me about that. <laughs> <laughs> that that was a pretty good throw though. I mean, it was a it was a massive stage. It was at a music festival. Man, that's a it's that's fun to a, throw shit. That baseball arm, dude. Whenever the Dodgers hit that walk off home run in the playoffs a few years ago, everyone's throwing shit on the field. It was so fun. 
Yeah, hell yeah. It's I'm good to be a, a bad boy. I threw a beer from like the top of the stands on the field. It was awesome. <laughs> Honestly, too, more than anything at a baseball game, there's a lot of things I want to do. I do want to run on the field. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, fuck around. I want to get on the top and just take a shit off <laughs> one of the balcony <laughs> seats. No, I want to catch the other team's home run and throw it back. Oh, more yeah. than anything. More than, I, more than any one thing you can do as a baseball fan at a game. Denied. Yeah. Or like maybe they need that something happens and they need me to step in and play. That'd be cool, dude. That's always the drummer dream for me too. Yeah. Like anytime I'd go to a concert or anytime they're playing music, there's like a guy goes, oh, he goes, oh man, he just busted his ring finger. Dude, yeah. is there any drummers in the audience? Yeah. Like, ah, ah, me, sir. The drummer for Def Leppard loses his other arm. And the dude, thing. I the only one one of I can't even think right now, but a recurring dream that I used to have that would fill me with a ton of anxiety would be. You remember the uh, the Conan O'Brien intro music? Uh, not off the top of my head. I understand. Yeah. The, um, so Conan. <laughs> but it's a real fast yeah. jazz song, and Max Weinberg, who's a drummer for them, is is fantastic. But in the dream, so like if I'm playing in a band, you know, if I'm the director, I look at you and go one, two. One, two, three, four. But what in my dream, it would be three, four. And the guy's looking at me, just staring me down like, fucking come in. Come in. And I'm like trying to catch up like real fast and I'm fucking it up. And it's it's the idea of being. Andy Richter's like, this guy can't play drums for shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Andy Richter, you're just squirting mayonnaise in his yeah. mouth. Um, I sold him a cell phone, by the way. Andy Richter? Mm-hmm. Wow. For his daughter. Wow. I didn't mention that anything. I really, yeah. I, Did he come in and say, "Can I get your most liberal cell phone?" <laughs> <laughs> is there something I can tweet unfunny uh, things is from there, all day? And this has Twitter already uh, loaded with the worst tweets ever, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, dude, this baby right here—you could you could fire off so many tweets. Yeah, I sold him a phone. I, I sold a phone to uh, you call him Andy Shitler. <laughs> yeah, I go fucking. Bitch. I go. You suck, boo. <laughs> uh, He's like, what? What? What capacity? You look for one twenty eight gigabyte of sixty four. What do we think? Uh, no, the uh, Your the most liberal cell phone. The guy. Yeah, which one's liberal? You have a socialist cell phone. Um, the uh, the guy from the Black Eyed Peas, who's a, just a complete piece of shit. Will I am? Oh, really? Yeah, he would come in and he'd like demand everybody come over and help him, and then he'd be like, "Yeah, give me uh, give me seven Apple TVs and uh, three computers, three of these," and like, "Come on, what the fuck? Like, get it!" Like, and he would be kind of an asshole the whole time. What dick? Uh, but I wanted to be like, I should have been like, <laughs> "Do you need anybody to uh, play the congas in the background?" Yeah. He should have said, be like, dude, sorry, we're getting retarded in here. <laughs> Whoa, folks. Retarded. Man, what a banging song. Dude, they could not make that song today. <laughs> I bring a guy with Down syndrome up next to him. I go, hey, he just wanted, he was curious about the name of the song that you released a few years ago. Yeah. What, what was you that? You grab again? the phone that is attached to the wire and start taping and <laughs> start recording. Yeah. Uh, I do. I, I miss having these experiences in a retail location, but. I just, uh, I'm so glad I don't have to do that anymore. Dude, we should open up our own. Uh, what's the place where like you go to like an AT and T store, but it's like not a, an official AT and T store. It's oh, like an a, authorized retailer. An authorized retailer, dude. We should get an authorized retailer popping. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, what are we at? We're almost there. Um, yeah, dude, the, I could go all night. Unlike you, the authorized retail game is not easy to get into because I actually did try to do that at some point. You jumped in or humped in. You basically. <laughs> I love that you remember that that joke that I did. I don't know if I even. I don't even know if you ever heard me do that as a joke, but yeah, you, R- R- Romero Ramirez. Yeah, is that the, yeah. that's not the name. It's something like that. Uh, Romero, yeah, uh, Romero Lopez. Yeah, he goes. You can get jumped in, or you can get humped in. Was he at the show? No, I haven't seen him in forever. He's probably. I think he's white now. He's probably white now. <laughs> he's probably a white guy now, and who knows. What if you saw like somebody like that from your, your high school and they came up there like, Kevin? You're like, hey. He's like, it's Romero. And you're like, dude, dude you're white now. He's like, I'm a white guy now. Like, <laughs> dude, you know, it was a lot of work. but uh, Oh, yeah. I, dude, I saw the shit online of this fucker. Uh, he, got, he got his like shit extended. For, so he went from like 5'5 five, five to 6 for like maybe like 5, I think I five 5'4 to 6 foot. And he had these fucking pins in his leg. It was so gnarly. Holy shit. I know. He, I was, I was like, Tyler Gizar, what are you doing? No, it was a, a black dude on TikTok. 
Wow. He looked cool as shit. Well, yeah. He looked awesome. Yeah, there's there are surgeries that you can do to to make yourself taller. Yeah. But uh, I do home I do home therapy remedies to get taller. I use a I use a tourniquet and like uh, an old antenna from my old car, mm-hmm. you know, and I I just I I clamp down the tip of my penis mm-hmm. and then I shove the other end of the antenna <laughs> yeah. into like, you, you know, hook it up to the TV. <laughs> no, no, no! I hook it up to like the blender or whatever, yeah. and then to it's where it winds it, real the string, you know, mm-hmm. and then, and then it just I just put a little bit of pressure every day, and sometimes I hear a pop, and that's a little scary, but you know, I just yeah. you got to do it. It's for the the love of the game, you know. Yeah. Pass the penis on to a guy. There was a guy that was at the show in Fresno. I don't let any guys come to my show. <laughs> there was a guy. This is this is also one of my worst nightmares because I. I hate it when people don't remember me or they, I don't hate it, but it's just like, I hate it when people big time me. So I'm always trying to like make sure I'm not doing any of that. But there was a guy that came up to me at the show and was like, Hey, Kevin, what's up? And like big eyes and like raised eyebrows, like it's me. And I had no clue who he was. No clue at all. No, I gave him a hug and said, good to see you. And, and I felt like shit for the next 20 minutes because I was like, who is that? Did you find out? No, never found out. And like people, especially too, like I'm 42, I'm 41 now. So it's like even my friends that I know who were my friends and I recognize them and I've seen them through the years, they all had a, a big table at the at the front of the show. That sucks. And it is yeah, kind of what, I mean, they're, they're great laughers. So um, I was glad they had that spot for Eddie, but for me it was you know I just didn't I just didn't really look Dude, at it. You want that one because you want to see up Eddie's shirt. Oh yeah, you get to see the goods. Yeah, um, but if no, I, I go to the front row in a comedy show, and I bring a really thin antenna thing with a mirror on the end of it, <laughs> and I'm in the front row and I, I weasel it onto stage and I stare up women's dresses. You have it's like it's like twelve feet long. Yeah, and I have it's electronic and I have Google glasses on, <laughs> like. So I'm 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 weaseling it over there. It's, it's like a SWAT cam. You've I'm got like all this high tech gear, but yeah. it's so obvious because you're on stage. <laughs> yeah, going, yeah, yeah. Hello. Yeah, you're in the front row. The front row wearing a bunch. You're basically wearing VR goggles, <laughs> <laughs> trying to do your set. It's funny because that's like I don't. So why don't they? Ooh, wait. The, the man, they should give teachers. The teachers got to pay for their guns. Ooh, gosh. No, I'm saying I'm in the crowd. And oh, I'm, looking up the te- I'm looking up the comedians. Thing. Oh, I see. We should go to the improv and put on VR goggles in the front row. They probably wouldn't say anything. The comedy store, they'd come over and be like, all right, keep, what are you doing? At the improv, you can kind of do whatever you want. Yeah. If we just went to the improv and kept put VR on the whole, didn't even crack a smile the whole, they'd see, be doing sh- crowd work and we're just not even reacting. We should go dress like, the, uh, like that band. Uh, the-, the Blue Man Group? Not the Blue Man Group, but the da- band Daft Punk. Yeah, we should dress, <laughs> we should go and dress like With the motorcycle Daft Punk helmets guys. on. Hell yeah. yeah, all gold. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we should wear suits. We should go to the improv dressed in suits with VR goggles on. Yeah, no, but oh, what I was gonna say though is even the, my friends that I know who they are and I see them regularly, when I was walking out to like look at everything, I was like, "That's the table. That's all my friends at that table," and I'm like, "Who are all these old dudes?" Like it, it really is a trip. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, it's all. I mean, I understand that too a little bit of just like the momentary face blindness kind of thing. Yeah, I have that a good amount. I don't know who said it, but somebody was like, "Yeah, but we're comedians. We get to stay young because we're staying. You're trying to stay relevant with the younger people, and you're doing what you love. If you just keep working at the sprinkler shop, you start going gray real quick." And I'm like, "Hey, I guess that's true. I guess that's true." But we are. Hey, Bruce. Are you ready to wrap this bad boy up? Well, are you ending the episode for the first time ever? We're at an hour and three minutes, my true? friend. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It never happens. We usually get around four minutes in, and Bruce is like, let's wrap it up. Shut up, dude. Let's wrap it up. Oh, man, I'm ripping one. Uh, I do have to shave. You're going to go over to the comedy store? Yeah. I'll meet you over there. I'm going to take my time. i shave. You should go there. Yeah, go over there. Oh, I'm you going. Go. go play nice. I always play I'll nice. roll in late. Hey. I will say that this trip... Did a very good job of changing kind of, I mean, if anybody is listening to this podcast, you you hear me going through the, the gambit of emotions of being frustrated and pissed off. And Bruce gets the pleasure of seeing that firsthand. And But I do really feel like this last weekend, I, I, I'm, we were driving home and I'm just like, I, I feel satisfied. I'm like satisfied a little bit with more with comedy now than I have in a, yeah. in a long time. I understand that. I've lately more than anything, I've been 
if I'm doing a set and I'm not loving the setup of it before, like something especially that's like outside of a comedy club, or even if it's like a late night spot at a comedy club, I'm kind of just trying to figure out how to feel, um, make it feel productive and yes. whatever. And that's, I think, satisfaction comes with that. It's like, as long as you're feeling productive, while, while, like it was a productive thing. Yeah. I mean, the, the last set that we did, I mean, would have, I mean, gosh, four or five years ago, I would have been beating the shit out of myself all the way home. But at this point, I'm like, that's what I, I kind of wanted to go up and try completely new stuff and just really yeah. screw around and, and have fun and get uncomfortable. And, and uh, it was interesting, too, because, you know, like talking to some of the comics, like there was like you could tell that they were like, oh, man, I guess that wasn't as good as that first set, you know, like kind of expecting me to be like bummed out. But I wasn't. I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's I've done also, a those guys are also addicted to time. killing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And a lot of them don't kill at all. But it's like they're addicted. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. They're, they, a lot of people, you know, people are addicted to killing and they fucking never do new shit and they never fucking try to do, you know, more yeah. or whatever. And, I, and I, I'm one of those guys. And I luckily with my style of stand up, I'm able to kind of weave in and out of bits and make a five minute bit, a 20 minute bit. But like, yeah, and that I mean, is it's hard me, to, not everyone can, uh, like me, you know. <laughs> full seamlessly weave between like jokes observations crowd work stories dude eddie's the fucking master of, of that course shit. it's wild unbelievably talented comedian he he dude watching him watching him work in a room that's sparse in a room well, not even just sparse i imagine it's very interesting seeing him in fresno or bakersfield and because he is an odd guy yeah <laughs> like yeah, he yeah. Is, like he's not you know Bill Engvall. No, he's a one-on-one. Truly. One-on-one comic. So the, I, it, I imagine it's pretty fun to be able to see those type of people seeing it. It was great. Yeah, I, I, I was so happy because, and I told Eddie this on the way home, I'm like, I'm like, at the very least, you inspired a bunch of people this weekend. Like, there's a bunch of comics in, in Fresno and, you know, even in Bakersfield that came out to see him and was like, we're super nervous. Like, just like, I'm so happy to see And then being like, could I... Do you think he would be upset if I asked for a picture? And I'm like, no, Eddie's the nicest guy in the world. Like, all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Eddie was putting up with some, some uh, easily uh, annoying shit that he could have been like, get the fuck out of here. And he just smiled along with it. You know, some some of the interactions with people. But, but yeah, it was encouraging to see that and and see him. Uh, you know, kind of dip in and out of, of stuff in a smaller venue that, yeah. uh, so yeah, it was, uh, I, I felt it. encouraged. And then we listened to, uh, <laughs> he's like, do you want to, he's like, I'm going to take a nap or whatever. And if I listen to music at night while I'm trying to drive, if I'm sleepy, I can, I start getting a little sleepy, you know, I start do wanting to doze off. So I usually listen to an audio book. I'm like, do you mind if I put on an audio book? And so I put on the war of art. And, uh, so then Eddie, sat up and he's like i love this book and we just listened to this inspiring book together for like two hours and then talked about it afterwards Did he had a, ever at all at any time put his hand on your hand well, most of the time you know why uh, <laughs> when people who go on the road with me <laughs> they usually suck my penis <laughs> he, no he did uh, he did get his own room though in bakersfield wow. and i'm like we're splitting a room he's like uh, I, i'll probably just get my own room i'm like there's two beds he's like i'll probably get my own room He's like, I, I really like to have a lot of space to cry and jack off. And it's weird <laughs> if I'm sharing a room. That's funny. Uh, anyway, right. thanks, folks. Uh, Go on a diet, you fat bitch. Goodbye. Hey, wait a second. You thought that was, was a sign-off? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not. All right, that's fat not, folks. Uh, yeah. No, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm getting slim. I'm feeling it. But, uh, folks, send Me us too. an encouraging word over to uh, backfriespod at gmail.com. Uh, leave us a five-star review if you haven't already. And uh, share with your friends. And uh, feel free to reach out to us and just say what's up. If you have any requests, we love that type of stuff because we are pulling an hour out of our ass every week for you, the listener, because we love you. And uh, we hope you love us back because we're empty. Uh, all right. Take care, folks. We'll see you next week.